We have no choice to fulfill our constitutional responsibility. We have to take the next step. We're not making a political decision. It's not. It's a legal decision. We are not making a political decision. It's a legal decision. What do you say to his justification? The standard's pretty high. The Constitution sets forth. I, I did think it was interesting what the speaker said, and this was in the soundbite you played at the top of the, the segment with Chad, where he said there are expectations on all sides as far as what's going to happen next. And I think we should talk about why there are expectations. And I would argue that it started with Bob Mueller and the impeachment, that case that he brought against Trump, which was, which obviously resulted in nothing and really just perpetrated this Russia collusion hoax that didn't exist. And then, of course, some of these imp impeachment inquiries and trials of the former president. And I think what Bob Mueller and the Democrats did during the Trump administration was they both lowered the standards of justice, diminished the standards of justice while raising the expectations on both sides. And that created a path towards revenge politics. And I think Speaker Johnson's right in being careful and thorough because what would be really tragic is if the Republicans start engaging in the same kind of games and abuse, really, of justice that we saw occur in the Trump administration against the former president. Good morning from the oven of the Virginia Talk Radio Network. Mm. Mm -hmm. It's exceptionally warm in here this it's morning. A little, it's a little bit warm. The only day of the week that it's really normal is on is on Monday. Yeah. I guess because they turn it off for the weekend or something? I don't know. We, we I haven't even to... caught a scarf. Oh, no. Oh, no. That is right. Okay. Well, you know what? It's Wednesday. What the heck? Mark, 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 Mark. What day is it, Mark? <laughs> Janet, guess what today is? It's hump day. Woo-hoo! Hump day! I don't know if we can let any sunshine in. I just let some sunshine in on someone. <laughs> Woke them up. Thought it was their business line because I tried texting them and it comes back and says, this is a landline. Oh. So, but you know what I think happened? So how did you, it didn't bother them if it was a landline. Well, it came back, said it's a landline and we can translate for 25 cents and send it to them. And I said, no, I'm just going to call and leave a message. Uh-huh. Ends up, apparently it's forwarded to his cell phone. Oh. So a, a, a text won't forward through uh -huh. the landline, but it kept ringing and ringing and I'm waiting for it to yep. finally go Pick to. Pick up, sure. And it was, oh. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to reach Lynn Stevens. Th yeah. there you go. I'm sorry, I have the wrong number. That's when you change your voice. <laughs> Come on, Mark. Is this Lynn? Yes. <laughs> oh, hi, Lynn. This is Mark from WIQO. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the the V dot revamped their website. It was going to be one of our stories. Right. So I, th I thought we talked to him because, you know, we talked to him about road condition. Yeah, he's the guy. It's another department. Oh, it's a different <laughs> <laughs> I have to reach out to those folks. Oh, my. I felt so bad. I apologized. I said, man, I'm so sorry. When's a good time to talk to you? <laughs> I said, after nine, after the show's over. Okay. I said, man, I'm so sorry. Stupid morning show people, you know, waking you up so early. Oh okay. my. He's used to he it. He was gracious. Yeah. He was gracious. He was he was exhausted. And I'm sure we're going to be talking to him at some point because of the weather. And uh but he's mm. definitely not their webmaster. I knew he wasn't their webmaster, but I figured he, you know, would right. kind of have a vibe on what's going on, but 
Mm-mm-mm. All he knows is he was still sawing logs when I interrupted his whole chainsaw apparition there with his sleep. Right. Got it. Okay. Sorry, Lynn. Well, it is Wednesday. It is. And hopefully you, you eased into your morning a, a little a little Unless easier than poor Lynn did. Uh, here's your thought of the day. Yeah. Maybe I'll, uh, maybe I'll send this out to, to Lynn. Okay. The secret to getting ahead is getting started. <laughs> Clearly, you're supposed to get started a little bit earlier this morning. Yeah, no? Okay. Well, that, that's fine. I thought, I tried, friend. I tried to hey, spin you it showed for some you. love. I said, Rose, say something. Love you, Lynn. Yeah, I love you. <laughs> love you, buddy. But, yeah, probably doesn't care. Just wanted to <laughs> sleep. Point, right. Right. 434 <laughs> uh, is our text number. Play along with our Mind Jam well, you know trivia. What? If he grew, if he, if he grew, if he woke up, I need to wake up. If he woke up a little earlier, he could start enjoying today being National Ice Cream Day already. Mm. I can't think of a better time than 6 a.m. to start on your ice cream. I'd be okay with that. Hey, we're celebrating um, tonight. My friend Laura and I, you know, periodically we have ice cream dinners. Oh, yeah. Tonight's the night. Tonight's the night. Peppermint chocolate chip. Wow. I know. We're keeping it seasonal. Well, they're keeping it traditional because it is the day. Good for your heart. (laughs) You know. This is true. So it's National Ice Cream Day. Rose will be uh, celebrating that a little bit later for dinner. Uh, What country per capita, that's important, what Mm -hmm. country per capita leads the consumption of ice cream? Mm. Okay. All right. What country per capita leads in the consumption they're winning the race yeah so that's per person eating the most ice cream you have the arms race with nukes and then you have the ice cream race so not you know the most people eating it but the most most per capita per capita capita. eating it all right we'll have the answer coming up in the meantime on this day in history in 1956 the dodgers trade jackie robinson to the giants for pitcher dick littlefield for and thirty-five thousand dollars, but Robinson says no thanks. I'll retire first. Robinson retired from baseball and became a business executive. After Jackie Robinson left baseball, his fight wasn't over. I mean, he continued to fight for civil rights. He was a member of the NAACP's upper management campaign for them, campaign with Dr. King uh, to try and integrate a lot of America. Also, you know, opened up a bank in Harlem. I mean, this was a guy who this meant more to him than just his legacy as a baseball player. Yeah. Yep. And he was quite a follower of Christ, too. Even you wouldn't better. get that from the movie. He sort of scrubbed that part. Which is so sad. It's sad. It's part of because who he was. Because it's who he was. Yeah. Right. And, and helped him make every decision he made. Mm-hmm. Uh, on this day in 1975, for the very first time, Saturday Night Live uses a time delay. And why, you might ask? <laughs> Richard Pryor was the host. <laughs> it's just a word association. I'll uh, throw you out a few words. Uh, anything that comes to your mind, just throw it back at me, okay? Just kind of an arbitrary thing. Like if I said dog, you'd say... Tree. Tree. <laughs> dog? Tree. Fast. Slow. Rain. Snow. White. Black. Bean. Pod. Negro. Whitey. Okay. White. Whitey. Yeah, Whitey. I'm sure, I right. want to say something else. Was it? Was it too? Uh, <laughs> cracker. 
Yeah, it didn't go there. Yeah, sure. All right. Uh, On this day in 1989, Driving Miss Daisy, directed by Bruce Bresford and starring Morgan Freeman and Jessica Tandy, is released. It's the best picture of 1990. This was the first salt and pepper. No doubt about it. (laughs) For 25 years, they shared each other's lives and touched each other's hearts. Hope? Yes. You're my best friend. Morgan Freeman, Jessica Tandy, Dan Aykroyd, Driving Miss Daisy. Did you have the air condition check? I told you to have the air condition check. I don't know what for. You don't never allow me to turn it on. Hush up. <laughs> I don't know, but the guy doing that voiceover, he reached his heart. He touched hearts. Oh, he used to make a ton of money he doing this. He was the those. one run around in the limo, and then he'd collect his check at the yeah. end of the day. In the tens of thousands. They kind of went away from that. I'm not really sure why. Yeah. But yeah, he made a he made a lot of money mm. back in the day. If you had him doing your voiceover, yeah, chances are you were going to have a blockbuster. I remember. Uh, I think it was 48 Hours or somebody like Dateline did an interview on him. I think he's since passed. Mm-hmm. But they were literally riding around in the limo. He was going around. from studio to studio cutting these, and so they had him cut a a. Uh, a whoever was the interviewer, mm-hmm. they just had him do a bogus like. Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, kind of Terminator right. movie. Do a promo fiction. for me. Yeah, the, and, and he did it. It was quite funny. Just could turn it on and off. He smoked a pack of cigarettes in between each. Oh, each, Lord. You know, he, he was a heavy well, smoker. Well, no wonder he's not with us anymore. Yeah, well. All right, if you got a birthday today, you share it with some famous Oh, folks. my gosh. This guy's actor, not smoking anything. No. Actor Dick Van Dyke is turning 98 years old today. God bless him. He's probably already doing his workout. Mm-hmm. You consider yourself still active as an actor? Oh, sure. Yeah. I knew I liked to perform, but I didn't know how much till this year. Yeah. I'd go on the, I'd do anything right now on the stage. (laughs) I'm looking forward to 100. George Burns made it, and I'm going to do it, too. Well, he's only Mm -hmm. a couple away now. And if he doesn't make it, my wife's going to be be terribly upset. upset. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Actor Steve (laughs) Buscemi is having a birthday today. He is such a good character actor. He's been in so many things. I loved him in Boardwalk Empire. Uh, He's 66 today. This is him writing the nuclear bomb. In Armageddon. We're 150 feet, Harry! Get off the nuclear warhead. I was doing that guy from that movie, you know, Slim Pickens, where he rides it all the way in, the nuclear warhead. No. I didn't see that one, huh? Wow. He's such... He can play... And he plays a pretty mean guy in some of these... I think it's a HBO thing. It's like a mob boss or something. Boardwalk Empire. Oh, is that what that is? Okay, yeah. see, I didn't see it. Oh, I, but I good. know he played some pretty. And and tough he's characters. been and he was in Sopranos, as I recall. Oh, was he? Okay. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Very good actor. Mm. Uh, Jamie Foxx is having a birthday today. He's kind of slowly making more and more appearances. Yeah, he had a rough go of it. He this sure year. did. Uh, he's turning fifty-six years old. Pop the cassette tape in, and we hear. Such a special day for all of us. Kenny Rogers and, of course, Ray Charles. And then, yeah. Hello. You know, Don, I, I am just so... Uh, I, please, did you even know my music? I, mean, I Really, this is very, very interesting. You know, I, I, I tell you, you, you're such a busy lady. You know, I, I'm surprised you even had time to fool around with such trivial stuff, you know. <laughs> I didn't know you read the book. I'm a fountain of trivia. <laughs> all right. I took that and made a DNA. You know, I took the DNA of that and we went through the whole script. 
and he was talking about playing Ray Charles. That was yeah, he was so good. He he really did transform himself. Yeah, in that movie, a little cassette of the Diane Shore show. Yeah, and uh, was enough. Was enough that to he get could, him going. That he could go and do that thing. Interesting. Do it well. Singer Ted Nugent also having a birthday today. He is turning seventy-four years old. Hard to believe. You know, I can accomplish all things getting drunk without getting drunk. If you want crazy and stupid and out of control, all I have to do is go crazy, stupid, and out of control. I don't I'm need, sure. I don't need any impetus. I don't need any outside influences. The great Apache chief said. God has already given you everything you need. And I believe that wildness, uninhibitedness, absolute gonzo misbehavior, whatever you need to do, is already in here. Yes, indeed. He's definitely out there. He's an interesting fellow. <laughs> he really is. He's a great patriot, too. I, I, I do some love some of his Second Amendment stuff. Right. Yeah, he's good. And he knows how to dress a deer and run a truck line. Uh, <laughs> oh, Lord. Trot. Trot. trot yeah, trot a trot line. line. Trot line. Sorry. thought it was a truck I line. have his book, Kill It and Grill It. <laughs> oh, did you? It's okay. a good one. Is it? Okay, good. I've given it as gifts, too. Oh, well, good for you. Uh-huh. Guitarist Jeff Skunk Baxter... He's with the Doobie Brothers and Steely Dan, 75 today. A little solo from Jeff. I like it. Mm -hmm. And then I like this next fella have a little personal reason that I like this fella. Uh, John Anderson, he's a country singer. If you like country music, he's turning 69 years old today. Can you put your thoughts together during the soundbite and tell us why you like him? Sure. All right, we'll be right back. <laughs> but don't ask her on a straight to keep the night. She'll start thinking about him and she's ready to fight. Blames her broken heart on every man inside. Sounds like you don't want to mess with that girl. She's been hitting on the tequila. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to end well. So what's what's your story? Well, because I, I spent a summer with him. He he lived uh, very close to my aunt and, and uncle in mm-hmm. Smithville, uh, Tennessee, just outside of Nashville. They catered his wedding when oh, he neat. moved in there. And uh, I was just getting started in music, and he needed a backup singer for a few months and mm-hmm. i was able to go and do that even got to open a show or two which oh, was neat. fun just a very generous very very generous man yeah. oh that's cool very humble man from florida really? originally how about that yeah he he would talk about he would tell stories about going out and frog gigging and oh yeah and yeah he loved he loved it yeah loved I, the, I had a buddy loved that, the everglades loved the, i loved all that yeah he yeah. frog gig and occasionally ran into an alligator Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, he ate those too. Yeah. No problem. Hey, gator tail. And First I, time I had it, it was and great. And I think he missed it because yeah. we didn't have any of that in Tennessee, mm. but he went home a lot. Okay. All right. Our uh, our Mind Jam trivia isn't about alligator. No, it's about oh. ice cream. Yeah. It's National Ice Cream Day. It is. What country per capita leads the consumption of ice cream? Uh, what are our guesses so far? Um, America. They're guessing yeah. America. I mean, America's up there, but it's not the winner. Okay by any means 622 on this wednesday here's a lady that actually helped the economy 
in several big cities this year, Taylor Swift turning 34. You found the right, right choice. It's the rebirth of Common Sense Talk Radio. We are the Morning Jam. Santa baby, slip a sable under the tree for me. I've been an awful good girl, Santa baby. So hurry down the chimney tonight. Morning Jam with Janet and Mark. The Doobie Brothers, a little bit more. Listen to Janet Mark as it said. No ice cream music? No. No ice cream song? No, no. I didn't. Really? Yeah. So unlike you. Anything food related. I, I just wanted to do another. You're usually right on it. Not that there's that well, many ice cream songs. Well, it was a little tough songs. yesterday. I was, I was working remotely, and it's just not the same. It's just not the same. I don't feel the, the pressure of the, you know, the heat of the studio on me. Got it. Okay. <laughs> Do we actually need the ice cream? Um, our, our question today was about National Ice Cream Day, which I will be celebrating later. Mm-hmm. And we ask you about the country. What country per capita leads the consumption of ice cream? We had some some good guesses. Uh, Kara said Norway. A lot of people guessed America. Okay. Uh, Candy said it's probably someplace like Iceland, maybe. Yeah. Uh, is that because of the ice cream? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where she was going there. Uh, the answer we were looking for, though, is New Zealand. New Zealand. Never would have thought. I wouldn't have either. No. But apparently, um, New Zealand leads the world in ice cream consumption uh-huh. with a per capita consumption of 28.4 liters per year. Wow. It's also known for its high standard of dairy products. Dairy product manufacturers in New Zealand adhere to strict hygiene and quality standards hmm. and benefit from training programs the manufacturers are highly innovative and try to create a edge for themselves in the market the staff competition uh, that the stiff competition has led to the creation of flavors such as hokey pokey the second most popular flavor in the nation after vanilla okay i'll be looking that up to see what flavor that is uh <laughs> u.s came in after that, uh, Australia, Finland, also very um, popular. Sweden. Interesting. Yeah. United Kingdom came in at number 10. Okay. Italy was nine. I'm a little surprised because yeah. of their gelato, gelato thing yeah. that they have going on. Mm, yeah, it's, it's even going on over here a little bit. I know. You uh, you get us started on headlines. I'm going to find out what hokey pokey ice cream is. Sounds like a plan to me. Only the big stories for me. <laughs> The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb.